Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Greg and Kiger with the last word. Kiger, how's it going? It's going all right. Going all right. A lot better than it is in the Pac-12 and Big Ten. I know that. Yeah. Uh, for some some things, it seems like life is back to normal, and for most things, it seems like it is not. No. Um, speaking of which. College football, multiple conferences, major conferences, announced this week that they will not play. Um, SEC, Big 12, and ACC are still trudging forward, pledging to have a season. Um, but Pac-10, Pac-12? No, Pac-12, Pac-12 and the Big 10 have opted out. Yeah, they've canceled fall sports. Yes. Kiger, what are your thoughts? Well, honestly, I think it's a little premature still early we're, we're like mid-august and you know I, I i get that they're you know they it, they're gonna beat it that it's player safety and all that stuff but and it part of it probably is at least i hope it is but a lot of it too is they're worried about liability and litigation like everybody is and let me tell you something now the pac-12 they're a bunch of cowards they wanted they were going to be the first ones to cancel and they waited as soon as they heard on last Sunday that the Big Ten was going to cancel their season, like, we'll, we'll let the Big Ten do it first, then we'll do it. Because then on Monday, <clears throat> after after the after the Big Ten, after they all met and decided they were going to cancel, not two hours later, the Pac-12 cancels. Well, that's ironic. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Yeah, didn't want to be the first ones, did you? You know, and no offense, but that part of the country, you, I knew they would be the first one to go. Why'd you think that, Geiger? Oh, I, I wonder why. Because half the conference is in California. Or a, a third of it is, I guess. I mean, I can you, I mean, do you, do you, so you just, you don't disagree with them canceling? Do you, let me ask you this. Do you disagree with them canceling or do you, are you more upset that they did it so soon? What? Which one, because it sounds like you're almost but, saying I mean, two it, different things. Well, it, both bother me from the, the it's way too soon, and plus, honestly, at these big-time universities, these players are probably better off being on campus than at home. Nick Saban came out and said he's going to get criticized, or whatever, however this comes out, or whatever he says, but they have the resources to test these guys every day. Do they average people on the street? We talked about this the other day. We can't get tested every day. No, and I mean, that's just, you know, this is for free. The fact that it takes the average person three days to get their test, at least back, at least three days to get mm-hmm. their test back, and that an NFL, an NBA player can get their test back within 24 hours or within 15 minutes in most cases. I mean, that, that's a travesty. Of the healthcare system in general in America, but anyway, I, 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 I mean, where, digress. Where, where where does it seem they would be better off at? To me, it seems like to be better off on campus, and especially when these schools are going to allow regular students to come back to campus. So you're going to tell me it's all about health, and these guys? Listen, all these classes aren't going to be on Zoom. Sorry. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pack these you're gonna pack these kids into these now granted some of these auditoriums where they hold classes at 
you might be able to social distance. But these are big time universities, especially in like USC. Yeah. Come on now. Come and on. I and I just wonder, like, do they not expect? Like, I mean, I I went to college for a little while, you know, a little while back in the day, mm. and uh, I mean, I, I partied. So I just I, I find it hard to believe that college kids aren't going to party if given the opportunity. Um, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, or, or or fraternize, so to well, speak. See, this COVID thing they say has it, it could affect uh, some, give you some kind of heart condition. I can't remember the name of it. Put like stress on the heart or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, but the thing is, is that same that same issue is found in things like mono. Well, where do you think widespread mono happens in America? Ah, <laughs> high schools and college campuses. <laughs> So I mean, you you can't you're not gonna be able to keep these kids apart, and the, I heard the argument. Well, they're tackling each other, sweating, you know, saliva and all this kind of stuff. That's true, but these universities have athletic dorms. I mean, it's, they're already kind of quasi bubbled in a way. So oh, I mean, I wouldn't give you a bubble, uh, but I know what you're trying to say. I mean, it, so it. Where would they, if you can have, if you have the resource to get tested as much every day, test all these guys, and no, dude, we're not going to do that. We're just going to cancel all that stuff. You guys just, you know, you got it. You still on scholarship? That's all great and dandy. And now Ryan Day, head coach of Ohio State, wants the Big Ten. He didn't. He wants Ohio State wants to play. Because that's the one team that really gets affected by this. Yeah. They're the one national title contender. Are they going to play? <laughs> Listen, Nebraska wants to try to do this, too, where they want to try to play like a Big 12 schedule and all this kind of stuff. I don't think that's going to happen. That's I, to, to me, that's that seems highly uh, unreasonable. And people say, well, Notre Dame's joining the ACC. That's true. But Notre Dame, Notre Dame, already, Notre uh, Dame had no conference. Well, but they and they already play five ACC teams yeah. a year anyway. Yeah, so that's different. They had no conference. Yeah, like they, they they're, were an, a, they're an independent. Yeah, I mean they were a team without a real home. Nebraska should have never left the Big Twelve. That's in true. the first place. That's true. But Oklahoma, Texas runs ramshot over there, and Nebraska went to the Big Ten, who had was the first conference to have their own network. They were chasing the money. True that. That's what they were doing. So and and Nebraska fans can hate on me all you want. That's the truth. So I, I really don't care. That is seriously what happened. I mean, they, honestly, I mean, is, it's just like when the rumors that Texas was going to the SEC when they thought the Big Twelve was going to fold. I mean, it was about the money, like, mm-hmm. and it was the fact that Texas would have been probably the only other team in the region, near region, mm-hmm. that the SEC could have gained something. And, from. and the Big Twelve has just lost. It, it's Oklahoma and Texas, and then on the top tier and everybody else when it comes to money and everything. Yeah. So that's why A and M left. That's why Missouri left the SEC. They went chasing the money too. Because there's no more valuable conference in college football than the SEC. So, <laughs> premature, honestly, I don't think this is safer for these kids. So, I hate I hate the whole deal. And I want college football, and I'm still not totally sold that we're even going to have it. The Big 12 came out the other day, had a press conference. We are pushing forward. The SEC and the ACC are on the same track. But... If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that things can change on a dime. Yeah. And it. Yeah. I, I'm just not. I, I can't yeah. say with 100% certainty that they will play. Yeah. And I, I mean, hope they do. But. And, and I mean, you know, it's it's a slippery, slippery slope. I mean, try to get out of the. Try not to go into the politicizing argument about it. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, if they have better access to tests at the school. 
then, you know, and you're going to be tested every day. I mean, maybe maybe that is the way to go. The other problem with 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 all of it, and we're seeing this with baseball, is that you know if somebody tests positive, you know you have to cancel that game. You have to cancel everything on a dime anyway. So I mean, do you schedule it and then be prepared to cancel it like baseball is, or do you just not have it at all? Like I mean, I, I guess to me, I think you'd you'd rather have have it and at least try to play. I mean. It's it's a slippery slope. I didn't. I mean, I, I played a little football back in the day. I didn't think it was like you know. I mean, sure you're tackling guys and sweat is transferred and stuff like that. But I didn't think you were just breathing all over a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. tackle a guy, you get up and you get ready for the next play. It's not like you lay all over yeah, him. Yeah. Like I, honestly, I mean, as a you know dude who you know played basketball mostly growing up. Like, honestly, I still think base- basketball is probably the one sport because you do, on defense, like, if you're holding a dude, you know, with your elbow and he's backing up, like, that is an entire sequence of, like, you know, like, breathing, sweating, all that kinds of stuff. Football's faster than that. <laughs> like, that, that that's why basketball is a, is a contact sport because, I mean, and what I mean by that is is just making contact of any kind. And football's collisions. But yeah. you got pads, you got helmets, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And so, so you, there is a difference. Yeah, and, and I mean and so it's weird to say that, like basketball and I mean I don't know which one, if any of them is that that bad, but I will say that if I were to look at the two, I would say basketball has more physical more chance for like closer physical contact. Mm-hmm. Like I said, football it's all quick. Like unless you're in a dog pile for an entire minute and a half. Yeah. Like I just can't yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah. Like everybody breathing on everybody like that. I mean you, you know, unless you're just talking about, you know, teammates being around each other, then, yeah, I get that. But I, I don't know, man. I, I I think I think efforts should be made to try to have the seasons. I think that you, you should be looking more at what it would take to have it and then go from, okay, this is what we think we would have to have it. We'd have to have, you know, you know, a hotel, this, 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 this. Okay, can we do that? And then you go from what you can do and then see if it's still like financially or whatever feasible to have the season. So I, I guess that's where I go with well, it. And, and, you, and I mean, and, and like, so sorry, like you said last week, the players can opt out. Mm-hmm. So if a player, you know, doesn't feel comfortable or has a health issue, stay home. Mm-hmm. You don't I mean, lose you, a scholarship. You don't lose anything. Absolutely. And that's why it should be. And look how these big, these football teams travel. They all travel together on buses or they fly it's not like they're flying commercial here. Hell no. Okay? At these big-time universities. Alabama right? has their own plane. Absolutely. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's, and there's, you know. You, Saving no, Air Jet no, Express. No, no fans in the stands, none of this kind of stuff. So, I, I just, to and just, I thought it was very premature. And they, but here is another issue is, this is why I think the Power Five in football is going to, totally separate themselves from the NCAA and they're going to have to form some get some kind of board commission so they're all on the same page because like with pro sports you see this they all have to come to an agreement and then it everyone's on the same page well now you got the Pac-12 and the Big Ten doing their own thing and then you got the SEC Big 12 ACC doing their own thing yeah you got to there's got to be some you got to be able to work together here and I it's just I I think if if we had a better structure like that, then this wouldn't. Then we we would be at a point where you're not doing this this early, 
Okay, the vote would be right now. It'd be three to two if it was a board of all the commissioners. Well, I guess we're all playing. Well, and and but like I said, if you want to opt out, players can opt out, and you can't be playing this crap in the spring like Ryan Day wants to do. Yeah, because that's so, absolutely ridiculous. so. You don't think that's feasible? Absolutely not, because your your big time players that are going to go to the NFL. They're not going to play in the spring. They're going to run the combine and the draft and all this kind of stuff, and then. He wants to start January 1st. I'm like, so you want to start in, in the, the middle, middle of winter of, in Ohio? And you want to start in the middle of winter in Ohio, in the middle, like at the beginning of the NFL playoffs? Like, why would you want to? Well, I, well. Can you compete with them that way? Well, yeah. yeah Regular I mean, season. The, 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 the NFL would, would win the ratings, but college football is second only to the NFL okay. in everything. Football is just that, that popular. Um, especially. I mean, like, wild card weekend, that first Saturday game, it's like the Texans and whoever they're playing. So, you know, I, I think some people would rather watch Ohio State-Michigan <laughs> than, than watch the Texans and the Bills or whoever. Okay. So. Ohio State-Michigan. Well, Texans and whoever they're playing. Well, I mean, they always play in that early slot on, on, on Saturday. Always. Every time. Yeah. So. I, I, I mean, I, I guess my thing is this, man. I, I – like and I've I've said this many a time and I'll say it again here in a little while. Um, I I look at the NBA model and the NBA model to me is like, okay, people are freaking out. What can we do to stop people from freaking out and focus on the games? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So if college football had to had to get some host cities, and I've said this about the NFL and I'll say it every time, like I think you're gonna have to do something close to that. Like that's the the best way to me. To put your season on with no interruptions, with no no hesitations. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, it's to find a bubble and kind of go from there and, and get it done. That's 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 my opinion. You see what I'm saying? Um, I mean, the NBA has done that. It's gone fantastically. The the bubble has worked really well for them. The NBA, MLB chose not to do that, and they've had they got a weekend series canceled this weekend between I think the Reds and the uh, and the Pirates. So. Because somebody tested positive for Corona, so you got to cancel everything for that team for a week and a half. So, I mean that—that's you know—that's what I would have preferred to see college football do is say, hey, okay, you know, this is how we're going to do this. This is what we think. This is the, the best efficient way for us to to set this up. Testing everything else, like Saban said, they have the resources. That's what Saban's really saying when he mm-hmm. says he's like, I have, we have the resources to keep our kids healthy and be able to play football. Like, so why would we not do that, right? Or at least not, why would you not try Why would we not try Yeah, that? absolutely. So, I, I agree. I mean, I, I don't, I, was it premature? Yes. But even bigger than the premature is the fact that I don't really think they tried to find a way to do it. And mm-hmm. that's what pisses you off. Like, mm-hmm. why did you not sit down and map out a way to get this done? Well, the pl- the players in the Pac-12 are, come out and said, they, they've had all these guidelines. Like, if you guys don't meet this, we're not, we're, we're not playing. And I was like, well, okay. And all of them were realistic. Yeah. yeah. Besides for half the revenue share. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> whoa! You guys are gonna start getting paid in California in a couple of years, okay? So they've already the governor and all that shit has already agreed. I mean, you so. agreed. You agreed though that the, I mean that that's coming too though, right? Oh, I, 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 I think players ought to be able to make money off their own likeness. I just don't think. You know, I got into an argument last night with somebody about this, and he said, oh, you know, as a former, uh, he he said he played some kind of sport. D1, I don't know. He's like, they ought to be paid. I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, so you're going to pay the, the quarterback and the third-string left tackle the same amount of money? Yep. 
<laughs> okay. Well, and he's like, and then, well, the, the quarterback will make more money because he can go out and make money off his own likeness. I'm like, okay. But I just, hmm. They act like these kids are in POW camps. They're, and they're not. Okay. POW camps. Yeah, they're, they're, well, oh, saying, my God. I mean, that's what. So, you, you look, like, Alabama, for example, we'll just keep using that. Nutritionalists. They're not, listen, they're not eating high school cafeteria food. Okay. They're not doing that. They, they, they got like an orange Julius there at, at all times, massage therapists, all this crap. Yeah. To keep these guys as comfortable and as healthy as possible. Yeah. So now they get, now you're going to give them a salary every year. Well, they're making these schools millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're also getting exposure and a free education. I, okay, here's the deal. So, I, I do think they should be paid something, but I also think that... It could be a flat rate from the school, and then you can go make money off your own likeness as you get out into it. And unfortunately, fortunately, whatever, the quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, those guys are going to make more money because they're in more high-profile, they play high, higher-profile positions. That, that's a fact of life. Like, it's just like, that was just like, uh, you remember like 10 years ago when Brandon Phillips got super pissed because Joey Votto got more money than him? And he was like, well, I should have got that money. It's like, well, yeah, you're an MVP. But you're a second baseman. He's a first baseman. He bats about 50 to 100 points higher than you a year. Mm. And he's he's the long-term face of the franchise. And you know who's still playing for the for the Reds? Joey Votto is. Yes, Brandon is. Phillips, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. So it's just one of those deals, man. But that, that's a fact of life. Like, if, if that doesn't hit them in college, it'll hit them at some other mm. point in life. Because, like, because it's life. I just, I mean, I just, I, I don't... You know what do these kids need the money for? What are they paying for? They're not paying for food. They're not paying for shelter. The all the, all these programs they get shoes, they get clothing, all this kind of stuff. Now, granted, it's all going to have the university's uh, uh, name and whatever on it. But I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just okay. I, I don't have a problem with them getting paid, man. I'm just saying, like at some point, you know, I mean, life is not fair. Oh no, and. You know, I mean, it's not all, at some point, it is, you know, the best get this and the other ones don't. Quarterbacks make more money than anyone else in the NFL. And, I mean, it's because you have to have a quarterback to win in the NFL. So it's it's not that, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey or somebody else isn't important. It's the fact that Patrick Mahomes is 22 years old or 23 years old or whatever he is. He's super young. And he's got an entire career out ahead of him, and they gotta lock him up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean that those other people aren't important. That's it. that's that's. Well, just, no, I mean, Kelsey that's and, just business. Kelsey and Kittle got paid, but they're I'm just, just saying, they're just but, not gonna get quarterback. But money. that's just business, yeah. like, and that's not. So that's it'd be the same in college. You could you could have the college locked into a fixed rate, so that way they don't look like you know suspicious. But once it gets out into your own likeness, shoot, you gotta get a better agent. Shit, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's all I can tell you. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, these kids in these college towns, man, they, they'd be doing commercials and signing autographs. And, I mean, I, I hate the fact that people charge money for autographs. But Well, I mean, just whatever. imagine, I mean, and I don't know if he would have went for this because he seems like, you know, a Christian dude. But, I mean, how much money would Tim Tebow have made in Florida uh, in his heyday hmm? if he would have just offered to sign autographs, like, regionally hmm? every, every Sunday after a game? Hmm? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Hmm? So it just is what it is, man. But um, but anyway, those, those are my thoughts. I think they should have tried. I agree with you. They should have tried hard to have the season. Um, 
and it annoys me more that they didn't. They didn't. I don't feel like. I mean, they're the pack. They're the pack twelve. Like they have plenty of money. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of money in every Power Five conference school. You you can pull this off. Just like you know, Major League Baseball being pissed off. The owners saying they weren't going to make as much money. It's like, well, you can take the hit for one damn year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is one season mm-hmm. that you're not going to come out in the in the green. Yeah, I like how you came to my side finally on that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Yeah, you sure. were you were all on the players. I did. I did. Anyway, doesn't mean you were right. It just means that <laughs> just means that I'm well, I wasn't wrong. It just means that I'm right right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of MLB, um, season's going, you know, it's it's trudging along. I'm not I, I'm still not a huge fan of the way they're doing like COVID and everything else because I just think that the players are still Unfortunately, they're still exposed, so they're still getting positive tests and having to postpone. Um, but I won't. I won't get into that too much right now. Um, I'll get it. Let's talk about what's happening on the field. Um, Kiker, your Cubbies are in first place in the NL Central. They are. They are thirteen and four. Mm, yeah, they lost last night. Playing pretty good baseball though. They are. Now, they, granted, I, I, I am. Ver- I am very pleased. I tell you, who's looked decent. Um, I watched the game with him the other day. You Darvis has actually looked pretty damn good. After that first start, that first start was, was ugly. <laughs> I thought, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> two two and a third inning, eight runs, four walks. That's pretty bad. But yeah, he, he had he had a no hitter going what the other night. Against the against the Royals? Or was it somebody else? Hmm? I know he he looked really good. No, it was the, it was just it was against the Brewers the other night. Uh, he had a no hit big going into the end of the seventh. Damn. But uh, I watched I the beginning him. of that game. I didn't see the I didn't see the end of it. Mm. But he's looked really good, man. I mean, he's got that that fro going. Seems to be working for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the funny thing to look at the standings, just quick COVID notice, is the Cubs are thirteen and four. St. Louis is two and three in second place because of winning percentage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they lost two weeks of game. Well, I mean, but I mean, the Marlins are the same way. I think the Mar- how many games have the Marlins lost? Uh, four. Uh, yeah. See. But they're in first place yeah. ahead of Atlanta with nine wins <laughs> <Yeah>, because because <laughs> of winning percent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're going to start seeing you're going to start seeing teams playing seven and in double headers, and people don't like that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, this whole season is is weird. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. As far as the MLB year. goes, I'm like, let's just you know, as far as the whole sixty game thing, just get to the playoffs. I mean, well, and that's what the owners want too. Cause that's where they get all their money. Yeah. So it, just so, just get to the playoffs, and, and, you, and, and you expand the playoffs so. for that reason too. Yeah, so, so just just get to the playoffs so we can you know you can get down to it and yeah. it'll be kind of and fun. and MLB has come out with discussions with a possible playoff bubble. I don't know if that's going to pass. See, I, I think they should do that. I don't know if it's going to pass. It makes sense. We, well, I mean, it would it, it would make it, for it would make the most sense for teams like New York. Quick question: I was just about to say, you can only best baseball bubble city. Where would you have it? it it's almost got to be New York, right? I was thinking. I was honestly thinking Wrigley. Yeah, you know great. It would be to have a bubble, like a series. I think you have to have it in warmer, in a warmer, in a warmer climate than Chicago or New York City. Though. Okay, so where? I, I th- I, so San Francisco. Honestly, San Francisco is a pretty with, good. With school. no fans, why not go to one of the spring training locations? You got all them fields there and all that. You just pick one. No, you got to be in a legit big stadium at least. I, I think I think I, I, don't, I think LA is obvious because the Dodgers. Are, but see, that would be almost home field advantage. You know, you could do overall home field advantage gets to host the bubble. Well, you could. That'd be pretty you cool. Could. You could do like so. The Dodgers right now. The Dodgers are in first place in the NL, and then honestly, the Yankees. Oh man, the A's. 
14 and 6. Mm-hmm. So you could have you could have it all in the West Coast. That might be the best way to go anyway. Well, I mean, I I, I honestly just think wherever if they were to do it, you got to have it in a warmer climate. Yeah. Because weather, I mean, especially like, you know, Wrigley, it's just you never know day to day what the weather's going to be like, especially I mean, the wind's not that big a deal, but I I wouldn't want it in 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 a colder climate. If you could if you could avoid that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. if you could avoid it. I agree. Baseball's so, not meant to be played in 35-degree weather. It really isn't, man. It's a it's a pretty it can be, but devastating it's just sport not, you know. to watch in that, that mode. Yeah. But I will say, um, I think that's something they're going to have to think about. I mean, because you, you can't have playoff interruptions. Like, that's the thing. You mm. can't have the playoffs going into December mm. because somebody tested positive, and now those two teams have to sit out for two weeks. So you, you've got to you can you can trudge through the season and play around and say winning percentage trumps whatever, and you know. But once you get to the playoffs, that needs to be the playoffs are starting. We're not being interrupted. Like that's that's all there is to it. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I mean, biggest surprise so far. Have you seen any? Ooh, well, I, well it's just you know, <laughs> it, like like the A's. I mean, the A's have had you know. They've been pretty good the last few years, but it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, based off winning percentage, obviously, because they, they haven't played as many games, but it's like, you know, the Marlins are looking way better than the Red Sox. <laughs> and the Red Sox are kind of, they're obviously in, like, rebuild mode. Yeah, they're, they, letting Mookie go was. They was, said it They said it was a fake rebuild. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a rebuild, but it wasn't. And, the, and, you know? and this season couldn't have came in a better time for them, too. Cause, yeah. I mean, you know. They're probably thinking, ah, sixty games, shit, don't even count anyway. That's how they can sell it to their fans. So, I, you know, it's no real shockers yet, but you, I mean, it depends. I mean, if some teams can start, can hang on, you, you might. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have some new uh, faces in the playoffs because the playoffs are expanded, and it's just, it's gonna be interesting because that first round's like best of three. So yeah. someone could get knocked the hell out of quickly, there. and it usually no. it usually happens in baseball anyway. So it's just well, gonna I be mean, worse. Yeah, because you know people. There's that saying. Well, that's baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Says. I mean, it is. You, you get a guy on the mound, and he just has one of them days. All right then. Yeah. You know, he shuts a team. He shuts a lineup down, and hey, that's just that's baseball. I mean, end of, I'll say I'd like. I always like seeing the A's in the mix, just because. They're notoriously a small ball market team. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, I admire the fact that they have to literally rebuild that team every five to six years because they sell everybody leaves and he has to sell everybody off and, you know, get what he can for them, like in prospects and then redevelop the prospects all over again. Like we've literally watched Billy Bean do this for the last 25 years. Well, and they play, they play in a riggedy old piece of crap stadium. Piece of crap. I mean, it's just, you know, they're. They're, they're like the like they're like the poor man's MLB team. <laughs> but yeah. they act, but but what they put on the field. I mean, it's I mean fun they they develop good. good, but they develop good players. Yeah. I mean, you got um, you know, they had Donaldson, they had uh, Vote, um, the, the catcher a few years back. I mean, they had at one time they had Barry Zito, like they developed him. So I mean, usually the guys they develop are really good. They just usually only get one or two seasons of their peak. They don't usually get to keep well, and, the peak of and, that and, player. And, and Oakland just, you know, either either they can't afford it or they refuse to pay these guys. Oh, they can't they, afford it. Well, then they refuse to pay them. And they just start over again. That, and they, but, I mean, and, you know, if that's how Bean and the ownership wants to do it, you know, because 
whatever. I mean, I don't know if you're ever going to win a title like that. But. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The window for a title for most teams is, you know, two to three years. Mm. For the A's, it's usually one to two. Mm. Just because by the time it all clicks at the right time. Like, I, this 60-game this season, they really need to probably try to – they need to pretty much be all out. Because mm. if they don't get it this year, I mean, I – I don't know how much longer that team can stay together. They've got pieces that are starting to click. I don't know how much where the contract situations are, you know, with, with a couple of the, the bigger players on that team. But I mean, if they haven't, if they haven't won it this year or next, I'm pretty sure they're going to get blown up. I mean, it's just like the year they had to go trade for Lester, and they thought that would put them over the top. They gave up Cespedes. Gosh, you remember Cespedes was there? Mm. They gave up Cespedes. <laughs> And it just totally backfired because the team was in tailspin anyway. So it was, and they just never recovered from it. Red. Speaking of Cespedes, did you see that? Yeah, where, I did. He just didn't show up. He just he packed his stuff up in the hotel and left. No text. And no call. No nothing. Yeah, they <laughs> no go to hell. I'm out. So <laughs> and they they filed a missing persons report and he's like this agent finally calls somebody he's like hey he's opting out. I'm like why didn't you say something before you left? Seriously, I dude. mean no one. Listen, no one's get okay. You're opting out. You're not the first guy. You probably won't be the last guy. It's like my get why? You, yeah, why did it have to be I, like I that? And he came back, he hit a home run. I mean, he was fatter than he used to be. And, yeah, but, I mean, he, he looked decent. But, but if you look at it, though, he hasn't – I don't think – he hasn't played a full season. In, like, three in, years. I mean, and I'm yeah. talking to, not talking about normal, like, rest days. No, he I mean, has I'm not. I'm talking about missing significant yeah, time. Yeah, yeah he – so <laughs> – he hasn't played two thirds of a season. And, and, in and three the Mets followed the missing person report just to kind of stick, just a jab at him. Oh, that's the Mets, though. Meet the Mets. <laughs> um, Charlie Blackman mm. has been knocking on the door for the last few years um, of like super elite players. He is bat- currently batting 447, mm. which is insane. I know it's a short, brief season, but damn, like. Mm. That's incredible. Now there's there's three guys over 400 right now. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Solano from San Francisco. I've never seen that kid. I don't and know uh, DJ Lemathayu or Mahayu. I don't know yeah. how you say his name. Mathieu. The kid from the Yankees. He's pretty good. So I, he he was beaten on door last year. But seriously, if you can see somebody bat 500, I don't give a damn if it is 60 games. It'd be pretty. Yeah, cool. I mean, if he bats 500, yeah. Now, you know, and if he hits 400, that'd be cool because we haven't. You know, no one's done that since Ted Williams. But. The thing is, in a 60-game season, it's just not going to be treated the same, and it shouldn't be. Well, okay, let me ask you so, this. Is in a 60-game season, is 500-400? 60 games, I, 500. I, you know, but it's less than a third of the normal season. I don't – I – I don't nah, – I don't nah. – Is that less than uh, – it's, it's barely I mean, less. I mean, because you're, you're talking – you're talking, you know, Williams hit 406 and played 154 games. And I'm pretty sure he was hovering closer to like 415, 420. And then the legendary then, way he yeah. ended the season. And then he went through a slump. Um, and it's the same thing for uh, George Brett. George Brett was batting over 400 for most of the season. And then in August, he finally started to tail off. He dipped down to like 360, and he said he had to fight his ass off to get back to 380. <laughs> like so, see, because I mean, in a normal baseball season, you call it, you know August is dog days. Yeah, people normally start to slow down, and Blackman's not gonna not gonna have that. I mean, because he's he's only he's playing 60 games, not 162. So to me, no, I don't. It's not yeah. as impressive as it is. 
I mean, I'm sorry. It, 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 it'd it, still it, be it, fun. It, it, I mean, I'll say if it was a hundred, if they played like a hundred games and he did that, okay. I'd even but say six, I'd, I'd even say eighty. Eighty is half of an MLB season. I have never seen a guy batting five hundred. After eighty games of the yeah. season, well, I mean, we'll see. Or I mean, even four hundred. Well, well, recently, well, we'll see. Maybe he does. Maybe he goes through a slump. You know, I mean, he was hitting. He was batting five hundred. Now he's. He said it's down to four forty-seven. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's it'll be impressive either way. It just it won't be held in the same claim as uh, somebody hitting four hundred over a full season. Home so, home run leaders, real fast. Judge has got nine. Of course, he had like. Well, he, he, had, had, he had six, six games. Five, yeah, five had, games. Yeah, yeah, he had a five-game stretch. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Uh, Trout sitting at eight, and he took a week. He took two or three days off because of a kid. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, everybody's talking about Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, he's got eight home runs. Also, um, people are saying I think he's, he's the quickest to 100 home runs. They said he's the future of the league. Um, it, it's always great to have young players coming up like him, and you know, Trout's getting you know closer to the middle of his career, but still have all those guys going at the same time is pretty exciting. Um, I'd just like to say top five in hits, Salvador Perez, 26. That's all I got to say. Top five in the league, okay? No, it doesn't matter to you. It matters to Greg. Yeah, okay? I mean, I'm just saying he's, it's only 26 hits and he's in the top five, so. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, saying as a catcher, mm. as a catcher, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, you, top five in hits, I mean, Salvador you, you, Perez, you catcher. Hold, you hold on to anything you can. That's top fine. five in it. hits I get as it. a catcher, okay? I, I, I understand. Yeah, uh, Sonny Gray is, is having a career resurgence, man. He's got four wins. Um, he doesn't. He's not in the top five in ERA, but he is uh, top. He's got 45 strikeouts, so it's pretty impressive. You remember Sonny Gray? He used to play mm-hmm. for the uh, – he was the ace for that A's team that we were mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. before they went and got uh, Lester. <laughs> he was the, like, un like, – Unquestioned days, and then it just threw off the whole team, man. But uh, and I we would I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Houston Astros <laughs> and uh, Jose Altuve. The uh, the short season has not been pleasant to him with his negative point four WAR, one eighty seven batting average, and over twice as many strikeouts as walks. Yeah, Altuve, yeah. Is, Altuve is having a struggle. Yeah, well, struggle, I mean, it, it's it, like Hershiser said, it's harder, you know, guessing's harder than knowing, so. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, I mean, and that, that sucks. Just side note, the disappointing thing about Altuve, okay, is that every five to ten years, really like ten years, because uh, I remember I felt the same way about Dustin Pedroia. Like, when I see a player that's my height or, like, shorter – and they're up in the major leagues, and they're fighting their butts off, and I'm like, yeah, it's possible. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, he was considered one of the best players in the league. Yes, they both were. Mm-hmm. Like, Pedro, I mean, they both are MVPs, former MVPs. So, um, I said Pedro, Pedroia. But the point is, is that's an encouraging sign. I can point to that person when I talk to my kids mm-hmm. and say, listen, man, if you only get as tall as me, you can still do it. You see what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. It's very disappointing, Altuve. You've ruined it for short people all around the world. It would be like me finding out that Spud Webb didn't really dunk in that dunk contest when I was eight years old. I would be devastated. It's pretty jackass. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of Spud Webb, um, the NBA bubble, the uh, the eight regular season games that they did to just kind of get everybody warmed up and finish the season are over. Uh, they, we have a play-in game today for, between the 8-9 seed. This is the only one. Um, you got 
the uh, you got the Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. Winner gets to play the Lakers in the first round. Um, I mean, I, I think the NBA bubble has been been a complete success. Uh, Kiker, you got any thoughts on that? Just just curious. No, I, I'm. I'd say it has been. I, I mean, mean, you know, b- basketball is one of those. Is is that one? I mean, you you said yesterday you were you know missing the fans and stuff, but I and every sport's gonna miss them. But the way the NBA did it, playing at Disneyland or World, I can't remember which one it is in in Florida. Yeah, playing in a gymnasium, not an arena, gymnasium. It's just, yeah, it's worked out. They they, they darken it. They got all this. They had advertisement. They're starting the playoffs. You know, every player is going to get uh, uh, one ticket. So every player has one person, fan member, friend, whatever that can be in and yeah. watching these games. Distancing. Sure, they got to have a mask or whatever. Um. But yeah, no, it, it it has worked. It has worked. I mean, it, you know, people, and I'm glad they're finishing their season. You know, not I don't care, I don't care about LeBron James's legacy. I mean, even though that's you know, <laughs> that's, you, you think that's the only reason they continued it, and it, I think that's going to backfire. But well, oh, oh, yeah, the Lakers are in trouble. Yeah. Um, but but it, it, money and sense. Well, I mean, the NBA even Adam Silver said that our league is not built to not finish a season. So, and I think most sports are like that besides, well, football could cancel and that train is just going to keep on chugging along. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think they've done, I think it's been, it's been good. It's, it's, it's been, been good, been man. Good. And, and if you've watched the games, I mean. Not a whole lot of defense know, being played. Not a lot of, but no. I mean, but guys were. But defense is all about effort. The though, first, too. yeah, the first four or five games, like when seating was still really kind of in the air. You saw people playing, and it was good. Like, I mean, LeBron came out those first two or three games. He wanted to make sure the Lakers were the number one seed, and he played like it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then he started taking days off once they had that locked up. Kawhi started taking days off because he knew they had it locked up. And, I mean, so so from that standpoint, once those seeding games were over for those teams, they started chilling. Most of the teams treated it as trying to get their – trying to, those four, four or five games as trying to also get their chemistry back. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I just want to say, <laughs> watching Dame Lillard is pretty close to when he is in sync. He's a he's a pretty dangerous basketball player. Like it's it's, I can't even really. Somebody compared him to Kobe the other day, and it was pretty relevant the way they used it. Uh, I think it was Swartz and uh, not Swartz and uh, it was one of the guys on Fox. But he was saying, you know, Kobe Kobe's last three games before he tore his Achilles. He went off to try to get the players, the Lakers, in the playoffs, and Dame is numbers-wise, it was almost even. Like it was ridiculous. So, I mean, it's different because Dame is a point guard. I personally think Damian Lillard is the best point guard in the league. Um, other guys can do the things that he can do, but not all at the same time. <laughs> like he can rain threes on people, create shots for his teammates knows when to take a game over and when not to take a game over. He can play within his team and still dominate as a point guard, which is a real tricky thing for most point guards to be able to do. Like Chris Paul, when he's on point, is pretty close to that too. He doesn't have the range that Damian has. Like he can hit threes, but he can't. I mean, not. there's only a handful of people in the league that can shoot from half court consistently. <laughs> there was some, there was some, uh, some beat writer said that uh... – 
after that game because he 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 had a game the other day. He hit like a, what eleven threes? He was eleven for thirteen yeah. or something. And he's like, uh, he's going to have to be quarantined because that one shot he took was outside the bubble. Good grief, man. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, kid's on fire. Seriously, five, man. Five, he, what, what they call him baseball, five-tool player. Dude, he, he's he's had, like, I mean, he had a 61-point game in the bubble. I don't care if they weren't playing defense or not, and they were because I watched it. <laughs> like, I mean, I saw enough of the highlights. He was just on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew they had to win out to get in. He was super pissed about Patrick Beverly and them making fun of him. Which, Patrick Beverly, like, good grief, man. Like, seriously. Patrick Beverly reminds me of the same way I felt about Mario Chalmers. Like, back in the day when he used to play for the Heat and came out of Kansas. Like, they they are the, the dude on the playground who always gets on the best player's team. Like, it's like, hey, who you got? Oh, I got LeBron. Oh, uh, like, yeah. See, yeah, it's or, exactly. Or he's best friends with Yeah, the best he's best friends with LeBron. Yeah, we ran, y'all. Like, he is that dude <laughs> talking trash to you throughout the game, makes maybe one critical jumper because he was wide open because you had to go guard LeBron James. Like, I can't leave LeBron James open. I'd rather give take my chance with Patrick Beverly. He had the nerve. To make fun of Damian Lillard for missing free throws that would have won the game when Damian Lillard's carrying his team. What an ass. I mean, Chalmers <laughs> is still living off that one shot. At he is. He's, he's, living, he's living off that. He's and, living off and then of he it. lived in the league off of LeBron. Like, like I mean, hey, Rio, how's it going? Yeah, hey, what's up, LeBron? Like, seriously, man. I hate, <laughs> I, like, I cannot stand that dude. And Patrick Beverly is almost worse. Like, I, the one thing I will give him is he is a dog. Like, that dude is grimy. He is the he is the Dennis Rodman, the Draymond Green of that Clippers team. Like where, you know, if you need somebody to throw an elbow, he's that guy. If you need somebody to make a pass, he's that guy. He'll do whatever it takes, like dirty work wise, to help that team succeed. So I'll give him the fact that he is the dog of that team. But for you to be talking trash on Lillard when he pointed out to you I put you out of the playoffs when you were with Houston. Like, you had to jump ship just to try to beat me. You know what I'm trying to say? I put, and he's like, I hit, I hit a 45-foot shot on Paul George last year. I sent him home, too. How y'all going to try to step to me? Like, I mean, like, y'all sitting on the bench. I wish I would. Like, good grief, the nerve. I wish the motherfucker would. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> My gosh. But, I mean, so I, I say that I think Lillard is, I mean, he's the MVP of that bubble if they do, like, a mini MVP, which is kind of dumb. Well, they're doing that bubble team. I mean, I agree with the bubble team. I don't agree with the bubble MVP. That's stupid. I, I just, they, but, they didn't find a new name. That yeah. sounds good. The bubble team. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> awfully light. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say, though, I, I think that, that his, his level, and we saw this last year when he uh, – when he willed that team to the Western Conference playoffs, I mean, he he can will a team. like, And there's not a lot of people that can do that. Um, and he can will a team over like a 10, 12-game period. So that's that's pretty impressive. I do think that the Lakers are in trouble. Um, and, and we'll – so obviously, all bubble team, it's Lillard, Booker, because Booker was on fire in that, in that whole bubble. 8-0 no, and still didn't make it in. Well, shoot, you got to play at some point in the regular I, season. I know, Mike, I know. How I bad know. were they in the regular season that you could win out your last eight games and still not make it? Well, pretty bad. God, <laughs> I mean, I mean pretty, Good, pretty, pretty bad. Good and terrible. Like, seriously. Well, I mean. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. But, I mean, so it's obviously him and Booker. 
Um, most annoying player to me to watch throughout this thing, aside from Patrick Beverly, has been Joel Embiid. That dude is always crying about something, man. Mm-hmm. I've never seen somebody so big cry they're, so much. They're gonna, they're, <laughs> they're gonna, they got to do something in Philly. Yeah. That, that dynamic with him and uh, no. in, in, uh, uh, I lost it. Him and Ben Simmons? Yeah, yeah Simmons. It, well, it, they, it ain't working. They soft, man. Like, they soft like you well, always and, like and, say, and S-O-F. Like, they, are, T. <laughs> they are soft, yeah. seriously. And they just don't, and they just don't, they, they just don't work together, dude. Well, and they, 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 they possess, don't. they possess no killer mentality to them, man. They're just, they're just a bunch of young guys, and this is no nothing against them personally. They're just a bunch of young guys who don't know how to win, and nobody's there to 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 push them. Well, it'd probably be a little better if Simmons could, you know, find some range. Yeah. He's got to have the ball, and he's got to be near the basket. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I just the experiment. What three years of this? It's not working. No, it's not, man. And it's, I mean, it is what it is. Like that's that's the thing with him. He's he's like a he Simmons reminds me a lot of Giannis and we're gonna I'll, I'll get into this more as the playoffs go on. Giannis is the most dominant player in the league. Like he can bear, like that spin move he has is a thing of beauty. I think the Bucks are in trouble. But too. I think the Bucks are in serious trouble, and a big part of it is because in the playoffs last year you saw this with the Raptors. They started taking those charges. Like you start letting him barrel into you, he has no other moves. Mm-hmm. Like he's a fifteen footer. You know, at the rim basketball player. Like, he can't shoot threes. I've seen him. Like, he'll he'll square up, like square square up, like look at his feet and make sure he's pointing at the rim. And he'll still miss badly. He has no range. So, if Middleton and Bledsoe are doing what they're supposed to do, they'll usually kind of pull it, pull the team along. But if those two go cold, look out. Like, oh, the Bucks yeah. are in serious oh, trouble. Right, yeah. So... I, I don't. I don't have the Bucks picked for my to get to the finals. That's just my opinion. I, I just. I think that at some point, his inability to carry that team without being at the basket is going to become a, an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both top seeds are in trouble. I think the oh, Lakers are cool. in serious trouble. Yeah. Not having Rondo and not having Avery Bradley is going to start to affect that team. Like. The reason why the dynamic worked throughout the year, uh, you had LeBron not having to have the ball in his hand all the time. Now, he he likes to, but I don't think it's always good. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you need a point guard to take that away from him and say, and Rondo is a general enough to not be scared to go get the ball from LeBron. That's the other thing. Like, some other young point guard, okay, I hear you, LeBron. Like, mm-hmm. Rondo doesn't do that. Like Rondo will fight anybody anywhere. So, so and LeBron respects that. You see what I'm saying? So so you need a guy to go get the ball out of LeBron's hands and say, I'll decide who the ball is best for right now. And I, I so I, I think the Lakers are in serious trouble. Well, they're last in field goal percentage in the bubble since yeah. since the restart of the season. They don't shoot the three well and they don't defend it well. That's not good. It's I mean, not good. Yeah. And LeBron James, like we discussed yesterday. As impressive as it is, as his his age to lead the league in assists, can he carry that? I mean, and, and it's, it's funny saying carrying the team because you have AD there too. Yeah. But I just, I man, I that that team is old. Yeah. It, 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 but that's what LeBron wants. He wants guys. He he thinks he he knows he can trust he to bring in there. And I just I just don't think I think they're in serious trouble. And the thing is, is in the. They got they're number one in the West. Yeah, this was I, someone called it the other day. They called it a fool's gold number one. Yeah, I mean because that's yeah that's war, perfect. Warrior, Warriors were freaking you know ravaged with injuries. They were done. 
Luca was hurt part of the season for a short time. I mean, they got a lot of breaks. They did. They a really lot did. of breaks. They really did. The Nuggets were kind of fledgling. Mm-hmm. Portland was not. This is this is this Portland draw because I think Portland's going to win today. They're going to beat the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are two and six in the bubble, mm-hmm. and Portland is six and two. And mm-hmm. one of their losses was to the Clippers on missed free throws. So, I mean, Portland's probably mm-hmm. going to win this game. Um, the thing about Portland is that they were hurt most of the year too. Mm-hmm. They fought their way into the playoffs now. And if you don't have a point guard who can consistently stop Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum is pretty is still really good. You've also got that dude Grant on that team who is a hooper. And they got Melo. So they got a little bit of experience in there, man. That's gonna be a very trapping series for the Lakers. I think the Lakers survive it, but I, I think it's probably gonna go six or seven games. Like seriously. They can't defend a point guard. And they have what the best point guard in the league. And then even if they win that series... And he's you, on fire right now. Yeah, and he's on fire and playing with a head full of steam because he's mm-hmm. pissed about that Patrick Beverly deal. <laughs> so let's say they win that series. Six games. Let, we'll, let's give them six games. Okay. They get to play either the Thunder or the Rockets, which you you go up, you're, you're playing next-level point guard, same-level point guard there. You've got James Harden and Westbrook who are playing really well together, spreading the floor out. Westbrook's never had shooters like this on a team. And the way he likes to drive, once he kicks it out, that person's wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've also got Chris Ball, who surprisingly to me, like, is playing incredible with the Thunder. He earned my respect this year. I always hated Chris Ball. I just I just never liked him. He is a point guard's point guard on that team. He is, you know, 20 points, 15 assists, 8 rebounds. That's, that's fantastic. Um, so I think if they do survive Portland, which I think they will, if they play the if they play the Thunder, they'll beat them. If they play the Rockets, they're gonna lose. The Rockets have too good a spacing around the court, and they'll they'll draw Anthony Davis out and force him to play outside. And I don't defense. know if this if this break helped the team more than did the Rockets. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Harden Harden and 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 Westbrook are two of the most ball dominant players this league's ever seen, and you know, and, and you you've seen it with Harden. That guy is wore out by the time he gets yeah. to the postseason. Yeah, because he just constantly has the ball. Yeah. So, so I, 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 agree, I agree with you. So I, I think the Lakers more than likely, if they play the Rockets, they're out in the second round. If they make it to the Western Conference Finals, I think the Clippers will take out the Mavericks. But I think that's a six-game series easily. Uh, Luca's playing really well right now. Like if we weren't talking about Lillard and Booker, like Luca was fantastic in that bubble. <laughs> like he was ridiculous. Um, I think the Nuggets will take out the Jazz. The Nuggets Clippers series will be an absolute battle. That will be that's a seven game series all the way. Um, and then whoever wins that, that's who I think will beat the Lakers. I do. I, I think even mm-hmm. the Nuggets with with uh, with uh, I guess I want to say Doncic, but not him. Um, Djokovic. Djokovic with him in the middle and with him able to pass the way he does. I mean that is an extremely tough team, like big man oriented team. It's tough to beat them. So. I, I think I think it's either Clippers or Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Um, I picked the Clippers all year. I, I'll stick with the Clippers just because when Kawhi is determined, he's a different level player. Yeah, and, like, and, he, and he, my God, he's well rested. Yeah, he's well rested. He's gigantic. He's yeah. super strong, and he's got now he's got Beverly to help on defense. Like he doesn't even have to guard the best player right now. <laughs> like yeah. that's the scary part. And, and conserve energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I I still take the Clippers overall. I think the West is going to be an absolute battle. Um, East, the Bucks will beat the Magic. They'll probably beat the Heat or the Pacers. 
it's the Eastern Conference Finals again that get them. Um, I think they, they're going to play either the Celtics or the Raptors. Raptors have played great basketball all year. Celtics have played pretty good basketball all year and looked really good in the bubble. Okay. No, and I'm just waiting to see who, you, who you're picking here. So I'm going to take, I, like, I'm going to take the Celtics. I'm going to say Celtics and either, okay. Celtics Clippers in the NBA Finals. That's what I said two or three weeks ago. Um, I think the Raptors Celtics series will be seven games and be super good, very entertaining. And then I think whichever team plays the Bucks is probably they're just more they're going to be more balanced than the Bucks. If Middleton and and Bledsoe play like to the Scottie Pippen second fiddle potential that they need to play at, the Bucks should be okay. But I do think there's going to be a stretch <laughs> of a series where that's not going to happen, and you're going to need Giannis. To, to genuinely carry that team, and I think if you shut him down, it's going to be an issue. Mm. Um, you saw him the other night. He lost his cool and headbutted a guy. <laughs> like, why was – and once again, why was he even in that game? Your seating is locked up. Why is he in, a, in the end, third quarter, fourth quarter of a game? Everybody else is oh, resting. And, uh, Lakers played the Nuggets a few nights ago. Nuggets took out all their starters in the fourth quarter. Uh Lakers kept all their guys in. That's when Kuzma hit that game winner. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you're struggling that bad? Yeah. That bad? That's not, I'm telling you. Who? Trouble. And, and speaking of Nuggets, one last thing. Uh, one last nugget for you. Yeah, dad joke. Oh, I just man. said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Manute Bowles' kid is legit. And on a team with, like, with, uh, with the Joker where, you know, big man ball movement, cut to the basket, I'm looking for you at all times, like – all you need him to do is get close, and he can lay it in. And then he can shoot. He's like 6'10". It's, it, that, that Nuggets team, their entire starting five is 6'5 and above. Like, I, I also think it's 6'7". So they're going to be extremely tough to beat. Like, just size-wise, how do you get past that? So, I mean, anyway, the Lakers are in trouble. The Bucks are in, in trouble also. Mm. Um, if I were to pick one that was in lesser trouble... I'd say the Bucks, just because they're in the East. Yeah, the East. Is the they're East, in the yeah. East, mm-hmm. but in the West, the Lakers are are somewhat fortunate that they're. I mean, I I think I don't think Portland's going to be an easy win for them, just because they don't have a point guard. Mm. Now, and, and they said Rondo back a month ago when he first hurt that wrist or broke his hand or whatever, they were like, "Well, he he could come back for the playoffs." Even if he comes back in two weeks and they're in the second round, he's not in game. He's even mm. worse game shape now. Mm. So it's. It's a dicey, slippery slope for the Lakers, man. I mean, it's 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 not going to be easy for LeBron. If he pulls this off, I'll be pretty impressed. Unless the league is rigged and I see something that's suspicious. <laughs> I totally said that. Oh, I know, because you, you went on that whole rant before about, about how it is rigged. So. Well, I'm just saying, man. There's plenty of suspicious history in the NBA. Like... I'm not gonna. We can make a whole podcast episode out of suspicious, 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 suspicious. <laughs> yeah. I'm so suspicious. Suspicious, I'm baby. I'm so suspicious. <laughs> I'm suspicious. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously. I mean, we can make a whole podcast about suspicious NBA dealings and happenings uh, over the last 30 years, especially when Stern was in control. Like it was like mob boss order. Uh, but anyway. The bubble's been great. I'm really looking forward to the playoffs. I'll be locked in watching this Portland game because I want to make sure they get in. Uh, and then I just <laughs> – I'm a, I'm a will to victory. Listen, man, with, like Damian Lillard, that's that's a must-see TV if you're an NBA fan. That dude is on fire. Um, but anyway, those are my thoughts. Kai, you got anything else? No, I, I, I took uh, 
Clippers, Raptors, but oh, that's what you yeah, got. Yeah, I thought you were going Raptors. Too. I was like, no way, we had the same. <laughs> and then you switched it up to like you made you, you zigged instead of zagged and you went with the, with the with the Celtics. So I was like, well, almost. I got my Dale Gribble shishy shawl. But anyway, it should be good. We both got the Clippers, so I mean, at least. Well, least, I mean, I just think it. that you. you even before this whole COVID thing, they weren't worried about getting the number one seed because, you know, if the Lakers did, they're still playing in L.A. So, it's like... <laughs> and, and the number one seed in a bubble, what does that do? Yeah. Aside from get you to play the eighth seed and yeah. then the four or five instead of the two, three, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing. I mean, and, 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 you know, I don't necessarily agree with, but, you know, uh, the whole load management thing, that's what that's what, that's what this Kawhi does. For. That's what they do, and it. You know, well, it's, I think it's going to work. Plus, they got a better coach. Doc Rivers is, yes. a, is a legitimate coach. So. Yeah, he's been there and he's done that. Been there, been in the NBA forever, mm-hmm. knows knows the egos, knows how to play the game. I mean, so it, it is what it is. Coaching matters, Coaching especially in the playoffs. Does, it starts to matter in the playoffs yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also matters with everything because look at the Pelicans. They just fired their coach today. <laughs> but that's because they didn't win a damn game in the well, bubble. And, and like, they, but they also had his hands tied. Yeah, that's In true. a way, too. That's so, true. I mean, it, they, they, the thing is, if somebody fires somebody, unless there's some kind of scandal that person comes out with, management's already had you fired. Yeah, that's true. And they're just waiting for the time to do it. That's true. They were, they were like, if he can will us through the bubble in some miracle fashion, yeah. which... The East was a lot closer to locked up than the West was. The West, you had, like, four legit teams that were within range of each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but the East was not like that. Like, the East, I think I think the Magic had, like, a four, three or four-game lead to start out. So they would have had to implode. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, we'll see what happens with college football and everything else next in the next few weeks, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it should get interesting. Well, I just, I mean, the Big 12 said they were going to start moving. They're going to have their first game in late August. I don't know if they're going to move that or what they're going to do because, uh, you know, the SEC pushed back late September. Because the thing, and I think they ought to push it back a little bit because you've already shrunk the, the season down to 10 games and everyone's got bye weeks in case you got to make some stuff up or whatever. And I just, you, if you, especially if you're going to have people back on campus, you're going to have, I would wait, have three weeks of kids on campus because you're probably going to see some type of uh someone's gonna someone's gonna test positive I and mean, that's just it yeah so and i'm not saying it might not be somebody on a, uh not, might not be a football player but the thing is if someone yeah. tests positive on campus you're gonna shut the campus yeah. down i mean that's yeah. that's if, why if, I, I, like I don't, say it's an assistant coach you, you, you need yeah. i think you need a buffer time there yeah so but we'll see well be sure to check us out anywhere podcasts are heard except for apple um, also, yeah, just be sure to check us out anywhere podcasts are, are heard except for Apple, Anchor. Uh, we got a Facebook page. Try to follow us on that. Um, we're on Spotify. Um, out in the streets, pretty heavy. So <laughs> Street cred up. <laughs> Seriously. Be sure to check us out. Thanks. Y'all have a good one.